Here we go. Here we oh go. God. It's so slow. <laughs> it's uh, it's slow uh, and weird, and it chugs through it. Uh, I like it. I wouldn't get mad about it. And fade out and stop. <laughs> okay, go. This is Dude, you. We, no, this is you, brother. That's your show right there. That's you. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. It's not my <laughs> show. Just my names first. Okay. You still got to take the the intro. All right. Because What's up, y'all? Did you come up with one? Uh, no. You had a I'm spiel. Gonna, I'm gonna do it right you now. Hey, spiel. I'm gonna do it right now. We Keller. I know we're not gonna we're not going to um, distract ourselves too too much, but we already have comments in our Twitch stream, which is so yeah, nice. This That's is so cool. crazy. This is wild. <laughs> Dude, this is nuts. This is the first episode, but also like the hundred and thirtieth episode or something. Um. Of the Keller and Hector show. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, everybody. Uh, my name is Hector, and sitting to my right and all the way across town is my is the Liza to my Manelli, Mr. Keller Knobloch. Say hi, Keller. Wow. Wow. <laughs> is hi. the what is it? Thank is you. the Michael York? Is that the other actor's name? Michael York to my Liza that Manelli. Sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's Keller. What's up, Keller? Not much, man. Sitting across town, you're sitting uh, in front of me. If we're talking <laughs> geographic, <laughs> you're in your comfortable kitchen with your cool '70s wallpaper. I'm in my garage. Back in time, baby. So that's right. Um, so this is it, man. We are finally doing it remotely. We're able to continue doing the show. We're probably not going to have a guest on tonight's show, but going forward, we can if we want. We can just drop them in. We're I'm open to little, it. We're open to it with our little technology. Um, and uh, Keller, what's the what's the point of this show? What's the point of us hanging out once a week? What's to... the point? Yeah. What's wow. the I, what's the premise? You don't know. Point. I lost it, brother. Yikes! It's been a it's been a rough couple of weeks. What's the point of this? Of all of uh, this fellowship of life? <laughs> what's the point of anything? Fellowship. Okay, fellowship. What else? Um, we had a podcast for a hot minute mm -hmm. and, um, we talked about a movie every week based off of a list from 200 years ago. <laughs> uh, so it's mostly like rotating, whatever those things are called. I forgot what they're called. What are those called? You know, Hector? I, Animation? I, uh, it, you're thinking of a, um, carousel. A carousel. Yes, I'm thinking of a carousel. Yeah, <laughs> bro. I just went to pick this up, and it flipped open on the first zoetrope. page. Zoetrope. A zoetrope. Look at that. It's oh an ad God. for the day the Earth stood still, directed by Scott Derrickson. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um, yeah. So what what happened then, Keller? We did this podcast. We talked about a movie a week. What happened? And then I moved. <laughs> I moved away. Also, pandemic hit. Yeah. Uh, so we had to switch up the format. Mm -hmm. But we talked about all this on last week's episode, but this is the first time we, we talked about it with our faces on the camera. I pr I guarantee you, I guarantee, promise you, people are watching or listening to this right now that did not listen to the last week's episode that really what are you talking about? Some people out. did. Yeah, some people did. But in any case, this you is know, new. This is this new. is a new thing. Um, And we are going to keep going with this movie list, but also oh, fuck. The magazines just, in the other room. I did not come prepared. <laughs> That's fine. I got it. I can do the. I'll read the intro. Oh yeah. It's I mean, time. I won't reading read it. it. We'll have I'm a guest. We'll have a, read it. We'll have a guest read it. Some person. Um. 
Keller, who should read the intro this week? Um, Jansen McGillicuddy. Who, who is Jansen McGillicuddy? That's for you to find out. <laughs> you have to tell me one thing about Jansen. They're here. They're waiting in the wings. Where's Jansen from? You can get so much just from the name Jansen McGillicuddy. <laughs> McGillicuddy? Uh-huh. Obviously Scottish. They're, uh, oh, uh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Jansen. Okay. S- Scottish. Okay. <clears throat> Jansen. That means he's probably like 47. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Good thing I sound 47 or I can. Okay. Jansen, Mr. McGillicuddy. Can you can you pitch your voice to 47, dude? Mm-hmm. Yes. Jansen McGillicuddy, if you would be so kind, do us the honors. Tell us what movie we're starting the evening with talking about tonight. Aye, laddie. That I can do. I cannot do that. I mean, I can. It's weird. <laughs> Here we go. Well, you fucking did it, you, you, you bloke. Here we go. <clears throat> I'm a bloke. Number 367, Cabaret, from the year 1972, <laughs> director Bob Fosse, <clears throat> Fosse's Oscar winner is about as far from the MGM tradition as you can get, the wartime Berlin setting and flawed characters make the swaggering desperation of the tunes all the more powerful. Wow. Wow, thanks, Jansen. Pretty good. You did a great job, Jan. <laughs> Pretty good. Jenny McGills. I won't be coming back ever again. Toodaloo. Good. Get bent, Jansen. <laughs> I didn't like your name anyway. It's weird. Uh, and he's gone. Um, Keller. He died. His bones were bleached immediately. Now Bro, there's a pile you, in the corner. Did your belly just gurgle? It was the Topo Chico. <laughs> it came back to get me. This episode is brought to you by Topo Chico. Um, uh, <laughs> one of the comments says, this sounds more like a 48-year-old. That's very funny. Why are you talking about the comments? <laughs> this is a podcast. This is an audio format. That's true. That's true. That comment was from Busting in My Pants, so you know it's good. Keller. What did you think of the summary out of that magazine from Empire Magazine, 500 Greatest Films, 500 Greatest Movies of All Time? I think uh, it's uh, probably accurate. Yeah, I think so, too. First time I've ever seen this movie, Cabaret. How about you? I think it's the first time I ever saw a Bob Fosse movie. Me, too. What else did Bob Fosse direct? We can all that it up jazz. The oh, I was say, all that. The pilot episode. The- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The reboot. He came back. The, re- the reboot. Um, super dead. <laughs> when did he die? What year did he die? Here's the Good thing. Question. Okay, let's let's open this up because this is we've talked about this Pull every time we've, we've covered like a musical is like oh this is a, a whole world and genre that I know little to nothing about and I'm always open to learning more about right the, especially the world of um stage plays and Broadway musicals and musical comedies and all that other stuff so. <laughs> I don't know anything about this Bob Fosse or his life, comedy. really. What do you know about Bob Fosse? I know that he was a jerk. A, he was a jerk. Yeah. I know that he, uh, there's dancing. Mm-hmm. But like an incredibly successful choreographer, choreographer and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. show Good director. And he yeah. did he do music and lyrics or just music no, or just lyrics? Or... He didn't even do the music. 
He okay. just did the dancing, I think. But then all directed the this. And then directed this and all that jazz. I'm not going to be able to say it any other. Okay, great. <laughs> um, yeah, so I didn't know. And the only thing I knew about Cabaret was that I knew somehow through pop culture osmosis that Liza Minnelli was in it. I've and... only ever seen Liza Minnelli, I think, in mm-hmm. uh... Arrested Development. Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. It's true. That might be it. That's true. Um, there's one other connection I have to this film. You love Judy Garland, and Liza Minnelli is Judy Garland's daughter. Hundred percent. No, I knew that, but I don't. I don't. I wouldn't say I'm a Judy Garland. You're not a Garland head. I'm. I am, I'm not a Garland head. I'm a Jar- Judy Garland fan. I think she's incredible. How big of a fan? Talented. Like that. It makes me sad when I remember that she was. I think allegedly or confirmed, like made to be addicted to cocaine to stay thin in those oh, in that era of Hollywood in those days, right? That's that's how much of a fan of hers I am. Is that that makes me sad? That bums me out. And sometimes I think nothing's changed, man. <laughs> nothing's Story changed, of brother. the world, Holly, Holly, weird, you know. Yeah, it's definitely weird that people do cocaine. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's weird. Um, kooky thing about Hollywood. Kooky, kooky cocaine. What else do you know about Bob Fosse or about Cabaret before going into it? I didn't know anything about Cabaret before going okay. into it. I didn't know it had Nazis in it. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I mean, we could, yeah, we could list all the shit we didn't know. But what I, did, what, was there anything else that you brought to I don't to think this? I knew it was a musical. Okay. And I, I don't know if I'd consider it a full-on musical because it says it's based on a musical play. Is there a difference? Right. Yes, because I think did you I read, it? according to Wikipedia, I did Google it. I looked at Cabaret and I looked at how it was received and it was like, did you look at whether it was a musical play or a musical? No, but here's what I know. The movie, they said in the Wikipedia article that is like summing up everything about the movie. The movie is like all of its musical numbers are diegetic. All of the songs in this film are when performers are performing it on stage, I think, versus okay. like a typical what we would think of as musical where characters in the story sing, sing songs yes, to each it's other or to themselves. or what, Right, so... There. So I, I think when when I read that I was like oh they must have that it must have been different in the original play or original works that then they changed for this film which I'm gonna be honest I was like not into the music the songs as much as the rest of the movie I would I would almost be like okay let's cut back to the I think the songs right? I, were my favorite part really <laughs> the MC is the best part of the movie well that is Joel Gray. And that's my and he's other, the best part of the movie. That's my other connection to this film is that, you know how a few months ago I was like, I'm going to watch all the Muppets, everything. You have another connection to this movie. I just don't know if you what know is it. it. What is it? Oh, I have I have a few. And I'll Michael, Michael Mike. York was in uh, <laughs> Superman, the animated series. Oh, was he? Wait, yeah. let me guess who he played. Don't tell me who he played. Oh, shit. He played my show again next week. He played. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> You out, not just animation to me, you out superhero animation to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, brutal. Mm-hmm. That's brutal. Mm-hmm. See, this thing about this podcast now is that fucking Keller also has he access plays to the computer. like Kanto or something. Wait, don't tell me. Yes, that's right. Kanto or Kanto, who, Kanto was like, yeah, yeah. who was like an agent of Darkseid. And he shows up and he has like, his character's great. He has a beret and he shows up and he's like, yeah, Superman with that great British kind of nasally Super voice British. that he has. Um, God damn, you're right. You got me on that one. Um, but Michael York is also in Austin Powers's. That's how yep. I know him. He plays yep. Basil Exposition. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think Michael York was my favorite part of this movie, but oh yeah, Joel Gray, He's the best of the three in the triangle. Uh, in the tri, yes, in the triangular situation. Uh, situation. Joel Gray is the father of uh Jennifer Gray from Dirty Dancing. What? That's her I dad. Know that. Yes, and <laughs> that's and a I think family. I don't know if they're still married, but I think she married um, Clark Gregg, who plays Agent Phil Coulson in the MCU. So there's wow. But Joel Gray, uh, I told you a few months ago. Well, first of all, we watched all the Muppet movies. Yes. For another quarantine series for this mm -hmm. podcast, we went through all of them, and then I was like, I also want to watch every episode of the Muppet Show from the '70s. I haven't seen every episode of that. I, I'll do that. So started, and I'm still in season one, but I started it. And one of the episodes is hosted by Joel Gray. And he performs the song, the opening number, Velkommen. Velkommen, yeah. Velkommen, yeah. he performs it in yeah, the Muppet yeah. Show. Welcome. Um, and I, and, and I, so that was the first time I actually saw that a few months ago, watched Joel Gray, looked him up as a, as a person. And he is somebody who I think he was married a few times maybe had kids but then like later in years was like i'm a gay man kind of a setup um and uh he's a fantastic performer he, he was, was great in it he was great with the muppets let me tell you <laughs> honestly yeah it's hard to be bad with the muppets well yeah you're right it but happens. i'm like yeah Just that's how you someone doesn't get it or they're too good for the muppets we don't have to go through this again. <laughs> exactly. Who's who's too good for the Muppets? Did we go through this? Did we do that one time? We talked about it on the Muppets uh, movie things. Like, Some um, people are too good for it. Yeah, they are. Um, but man, oh man. Um, Mel Brooks oh my isn't. God. Mel Brooks is no. hysterical. He steals the Muppets. Joan Rivers the Muppets. isn't too good for the Muppets. Joan Rivers is so funny. Her and Miss Piggy right. are the all-time greatest. And mm -hmm, then mm -hmm. R.I.P. Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta, so good. He was the funniest part Selling of Muppets it. from Space. Yes. Selling mm -hmm. it. Selling it. Anyway, Joel Gray, also fantastic. So when this opened with Vilkomen, or whatever Beyond the Thunder. song is called, uh, you keep saying Beyond Thunderdome. Why? What is that? Be yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Vilkom, Beyond Thunderdome. Vilkom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's I wish. The, that's the cabaret sequel I want to see. Hector, overall thoughts, do it. Um, I I think I told you because I texted you a few days and I was like, because see, now we're not watching the movie together. We used to, that's also a change, but it's we weird. watch them separate. It's mm -hmm. weird. Did you look over to Chelsea and just go, I don't know who you are? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was very confused. What are you doing here watching this movie? <laughs> who are you? I miss my friend. Um, no, you just, you watch the movie with I've your... never watched a movie with Chelsea until. Mm -hmm. You're like, this is weird. <laughs> I don't like it. Turn into a gremlin. Yeah. Um, you watch the movie with your amazing fiance, Chelsea. Fiance. Um, and uh, yeah, I texted you a few days ago and I was like, just saw Cabaret. And Favorite I said, movie all time. no, as it was starting. And I was like, I was like, I don't think I'm going to like this movie is what I texted you as it was starting. But as it started, I was like, maybe I'll like this movie. Okay. But okay. just the first number. Oh. Like, just cause I because did. It's great. It was, it's yeah. a good time. Mm -hmm. It's a good time. And it's, and it's jazz. And it's like, 
thirties jazz. And it's, you know, it, 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 it's, I guess the show within the show is this sort of like cabaret. cabaret. It's this, it's this, um, you know, risque something, something. Yeah. Which is all like great. It's just not a style of show that I'm necessarily like into familiar with into or geeky. You know, it's like, it's like when we watch topsy turvy, right. You don't like, uh, those musicals either. So you you don't like musicals. You found that's not true. SpongeBob. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I do. I like musicals, but I think I just like them when I can connect to the material, I guess. I don't know. Like Dear Evan Hansen. Oof. The straight up man play. I don't want to be negative, but I really dislike that show. (laughs) I'd say I'd hated that show. You can be negative because it's really harmful. (laughs) Yeah. But I connected to. To, to your point, I connected to In the Heights when I went to go see it live okay. years ago. I connected to when I saw it on in TV more. Uh, yeah. Welcome in In the Heights. Welcome. It's great. Couldn't connect to Cats. I connected to Chicago. I connected to um, most of Hamilton. It's pretty great. Like, I think that's a great show. I think that I think the positives far outweigh any negatives in the show. <laughs> Hamilton. Sorry. There are musical theater people that are, I feel like every time they hear Hamilton, they like roll their eyes. They're like, ugh, it's the word. I'm like, no, it's well, great. It's only because it's been played 200 times at this point. Yep. 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 Which I get it. I get and it. And it got um, overblown a little bit. Maybe I, if we're counting and I think we should the, especially the Renaissance era of like Disney animated films, they which count. we're, we're bringing in, you know, um, um, uh, Howard Ashman and, um, uh, oh, I'm trying to think. Um, seems Elton John, dude. Alan Menken, Elton, Elton John, John Phil there Collins. No, but like, the, but like the 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 Broadway guys came over and they were, you know. And I think that I get so into those. I think they're beautiful. I think they're so great. What about you? What's your favorite musical? Probably Singing in the Rain. It's great. Number seven on the list of the five yeah. greatest films podcast. And you, bro, and you know I enjoyed. Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. And I had no reason to. That's a fucking I had... romp, dude. That's a romp. <laughs> it's, a, it's a romp and a half, brother. Man. It's a romp of a good time. I tucked my shirt in and danced on a table. <laughs> and then raised a barn. So with that silliness, I appreciated the choreography there. And I, you know, and it was all fantasy and it was all crazy. So this movie, I think my overall thoughts are. Not as when silly. It, when it, no, <laughs> didn't like it. Not as silly, Willie. But as it started, I was like, it's very 1972. And that is a good thing or a bad thing, depending on like, I think I told you in the car we were driving the other day um, where every almost every scene is like ADR dialogue. And sometimes that's a warm blanket. Sure. You write sometimes a warm blanket like you're going to go to sleep. It's comforting. Yeah, I can like put on the Godfather and every ADR ADR scenes make you you like that. Sometimes I do because it feels okay. like I know I'm watching a classic. I know I'm watching Something old, old. <laughs> but other times it can take mm-hmm. me out. Mm-hmm. It, it just depends. Sometimes I'm, I'm like, Oh, they filmed this in the seventies and it's supposed to be set in the thirties. And it's a, like, sometimes I don't know, stupid stuff like that takes in me out. Germany. But, but that my overall thoughts are by the end of the film, especially by the end, especially where it ended, how it ended and what 
ended up being some of the subject matter that I thought was very, so, I mean, when we, when I posted that we were talking about cabaret a few days ago or last week, someone was like, this is a great example of classic queer cinema. And, and so I had that going into it and it is, and it's true. I didn't know and it, that going in. It's like when we, speaking of Jennifer Gray, it's like when we watched Dirty Dancing and we were like, this movie's about abortion. Awesome. I did like Dirty Dancing way more than this movie though. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Cause it's got Jennifer Gray, it's got the sways. But the sways. That was my overall Swaying that, that was I think my, yeah. my overall review was like at the end of this, I was like, I can appreciate cabaret for what it is. I totally mm -hmm. understand why people love it. And I think also why they everyone's voted great in it. Or it everyone's pretty great in it. It's just was like we can get into some specifics, but that was my overall thing. I Couldn't, gotta watch more Liza Minnelli. I do too. I want to, and I do too, because I didn't she love her character. Actress. Yeah, I didn't love her character in this movie, but she did a great yeah. job. But it's kind of it, self-centered and stuff. Reminded me of Breakfast at Tiffany's. It, interestingly, with this like she's it almost me a, of What's Up Doc for some reason. <laughs> What's Up Doc with Barbara Streisand and Ryan O'Neill? Oh. oh, I haven't Peter seen that Peter Bogdanovich. Yet. Oh, Peter Bogdanovich. Yeah. Uh, it Bogdanovich. reminded me of What's Opera Doc in an interesting way because you know. What no, is opera? No, it didn't remind me about that at all. But, um, oh man, I had a train of thought and I completely ruined it with a what's opera. Um, <laughs> it reminded me of what it was I about to say it reminded me of. Oh, I guess she kind of made me feel like she was almost like a manic pixie dream girl in a way it, when it started, yeah. which, you know what I mean? Which I'm like, I always get a little weary of that. I don't remember. Of it's 1972. So I don't know. So it was, uh, Brand spanking. And I think that's kind of like Liza Minnelli's deal. Mm -hmm. Totally. Like what were uh, your Keller, what were your overall thoughts on the movie? What'd you think? Um it was good. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that I cared for it. <laughs> it very much felt like a musical play situation in which they're like, okay, folks, we're gonna have a good time but we're going to deal with it too. Yes, 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 yes. There's going to be something sad and fucked up in the middle of this good time. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> like uh, in the Heights, the lady yeah. dies. Uh, yeah. West Side Story, someone dies. Mm -hmm. You had a great time, but hey, can't all be a good time. We got to have some emotion. And this one, how? what was it like? Here's the other crazy thing, dude. It was made in the 70s based off of work, I think, from like the 60s or based 50s. Off of a, uh, yeah, an actual stage play. Stage play from like the 60s, I think. And that obviously was only about 15, 20 years removed from the end of World War II and yeah. Nazis actually taking over Europe and, and being the threat that they were. <clears throat> and it's like in the 70s, there were still... 30 years out commenting on what had just happened 30 years ago. That would be like a movie today talking about something that happened at the tail end of the eighties or into the nineties, which but is also, insane. They could be saying something about the other two wars. What do you that mean? Happened. Cause then Korea happened right after. Oh, and then for sure. Vietnam was happening. So you're so, saying the seventies art could also it's been, they've been in yeah. war constantly since. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's also wild to see this movie today because you go, God damn it. Here's a movie set in 1931 Berlin and like no lessons were learned because we effectively still have Hitler youth today. 
there are people yeah, who are still like was so pro fascist. Like, like they said a sentence when that man is sitting in the parlor or whatever, and he's like, "There's mm-hmm. a global organization that's uh, run by the Jews in the banks." Yeah, and the it's yeah. Like, yeah wow the same thing (laughs) yeah and in and and in that regard it was like okay this movie is um like impactful and significant and timely and it's frustrating and wild that it's still timely but yeah it's yeah yeah. and then the other and i forget the other person was like and you're a part of a global organization that is stupid people or something like i forget horses asses yeah that's what it was that was fun that was fun. So and that's um, why that character was the best. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of the reasons. Because Liza Minnelli like doesn't in any way interact or engage. Mm-hmm. And that guy gets straight up beat up by some Nazis for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. telling the fuck off. What did you think about um uh yeah, Michael York with that straight, straight burn? What did you think about Brandon how cameo. what's that? Yeah, there's a oh, okay, great. Happening. Oh, Chelsea's coming. All right. Hi, Chelsea. Look at that logo. Isn't that great? <laughs> right. Temporary, temporary. It's going to be a great inspiration for me. <laughs> Chelsea, you had never seen Cabaret before. I mean, I think I'd seen some of it. I know. I, she I, knew all the songs. I, yeah, I knew. All I the didn't songs. know a single song. Dude, Abby did the play when she was younger, so really? she also knew all the songs. Yeah, she was like singing. She was, she was like in the other room singing along, <laughs> which was just, crazy. So I I have to bring up the abortion thing because it's just like, I mean, it took place in 1931, and a hundred, mm-hmm. almost a hundred years later, we're still in the <laughs> same fucking place. But I know. Also amazing that her high school did that and. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was high school or college or what. College. Well, but still, when, but you know. still, no, yeah, I agree. Um, what did you I think of the movie? The stage show was. Yeah, me too. Well, it, it, we've got a, a comment uh, here, Keller, that says that the stage play was based off of short stories published in the '30s, which yeah. is very interesting. Okay. And then they made a stage play of that, and then this is the movie adaptation of the stage play. Chelsea, what were your overall thoughts of the movie? You sat down and watched the whole thing. You watched it with Keller. What'd you think? I loved it still. It was beautiful. I loved all the artistic shots and the shadows and the like reflections and the my favorite character. And I feel like I must have like known it for just the songs, I guess, of the cabaret. I don't know the character's name, though, the cabaret guy. The MC. Yeah. Uh, just MC. Say the fun fact again. That is Joel Gray. And he is number one. Thank you again. Comments still alive, 90 years old to this day. Number two is the father of Jennifer Gray, who starred in Dirty Dancing. <gasps> That's his daughter. Number three performed Velcomin, the opening number on The Muppet Show in an episode where he hosted The Muppet Show oh with God, The Muppets so from, cool. the, from the 70s. And yeah. And then the people in the comments, do you know who played him in this the Broadway stage show? Because I mean, that's who that whoever the I, I can never remember his name he's who sticks in my mind as like the mc I, I don't know I, I think it was also joel gray i think did no, it on the in the play and movie. then in the movie a revival then? we'll never know we'll never know some oh oh like recent like more recently yeah like a revival version yeah oh. david Banks. okay yeah he's yes. amazing 
Yes, yeah. Nightcrawler from the X. Definitely X-Men. the revival. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Nightcrawler from the X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Alan, the crazy thing is, is he it still had the blue makeup on? <laughs> wait, is it Alan? It's Alan Cumming. Alan oh. Cummings. Right? Alan Cummings. Alan Cummings. Yeah, that's it. Because I because I think I, he also performed that on SNL. I think I think he did. Um, he did cabaret on SNL when he hosted SNL oh, cool. like in the nineties, I think, yeah. I think, or in the two thousands. Yeah. He's nice. great. And he's, who's like he's got the face. Has. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. from floops Fooglies. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely the guy you want. <laughs> what? <laughs> from Spy Kids. He's a bad guy. In Spy oh, Kids. Yeah. Floops yes, Fooglies. Yes, he is. He's also, Jesus I think Christ. he I plays to like watch some cinema on occasion. He plays just speaking fill your of heads with the superhero <laughs> shit. Watch Spy Kids, okay? <laughs> he, pl- he he was also in the well, the Son great. of the Mask with Jamie Kennedy. Um, he was like the bad guy in Son of the Mask. Cameo as well already. No, mozi has been hanging out in there the whole time. Oh, but yeah, we have yeah. a dog now, and you guys can see him on this visual medium of a podcast. Yeah, lovely you all. And have fun. Okay, bye. I love you. Have fun. Thanks, I Chelsea. Can, I can even say bye. No, it's okay. Bye. Bye, Chelsea. I didn't hear you. I'm wearing headphones. Oh, I know. I know. I know. Well, you tell her I said bye later. Uh, yeah. There he is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we have a dog, and he's adorable. His name is Mozzarella. <laughs> what did he? What was he? What was? What was he doing when you were watching Cabaret? What was he doing? Dancing. He knows all the songs too. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Anyway, anything else you wanted to bring up? He played oh, actually, the MC in uh, college. What I wanted to ask you, Keller, I wanted to talk about in Cabaret because I was reading how when the film was released in 1972, that the the person who like the Michael York character I think was mostly based on, yeah, saw the film and like had a negative, like he didn't appreciate a thing about the movie, which was he felt like the homosexuality of that character was depicted as a negative thing, as a bad thing. Yeah. Because, it like, uh, right. But it's, but it's also like 1931 Berlin, like, but, but the character moves to Berlin to kind of be able to be himself. And he never like, I guess bisexual. They don't, Cause he was my favorite character. Yeah. Other than the MC. Right. Because right, right, right. number one, he tells us a bunch of fucking Nazis. Also, mm-hmm. Like, he's got the hardest <laughs> deal out of everybody. Yes. Uh, you've got the rich fuck coming in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I thought. But I like the great. moment in the film where where Liza Minnelli's character was like, I slept with him or I'm still sleeping with him or something like that. Yeah. Like, I had slept with him. Me and then he too. was like, me too. And I was like, yeah. damn, okay, cool. I did not expect that. <laughs> Because he had said he had earlier when she sort of came on to him, that scene was well, really then, good and sad. Uh, and then even later, like, they make the line where it's like, those three women just weren't any good. Right. Like, and even, I'm like, mm. like, I don't know. There's no address. Like, I was like, OK, yes. this guy's bisexual, but I don't know what the terminology was then. Or right. like, I, uh, I mean, I think bisexual still applied then in, in 19. I just don't know and, how. Uh, in the 30s yeah 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 but it was intriguing to me dynamics are i don't know how many people are like yep i don't know what concepts people are aware of ever i guess yes exactly that's the (laughs) yeah but i was like interested in it enough that i'm like oh i want the movie to be more about this and it kind of wasn't fully about that it was like and yeah it doesn't and then she, and then Liza Minnelli's character got pregnant. It's almost like a slice of life situation. Like right. it feels very like, 
here's what it was like to be mm-hmm. one of the four of these five of these people in uh up and coming Nazi Germany mm-hmm. in like so the then, seedy underbelly or whatever. Like, so then in the I don't beginning, know how prevalent uh like cabarets are in Germany. Like, I don't know yeah. the history of any of that. I'm sure they probably like because we're from America. I was like, everybody's just going here. Yeah. It's like, uh. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I, yeah, and that's the other thing about a movie like this that covers this place and time. I am unfamiliar with it, with the historical context, and it's like I don't want a movie to spoon feed me that shit. I don't ne- necessarily need there to be like a, like some kind of a message at the beginning, like this is what is happening. But especially since it's based on a play and stuff, so I guess yeah, but some kind of fans, yeah, but either I guess so. Maybe it was. Maybe it was like. Because, you know, when the Godfather film came out, like everybody in the world had already read the book. Like it was that popular of a book. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, yeah. so maybe I just wasn't. It's all these years later and I don't know how popular the You're stage. You're not going to the theater. Whatever. That yeah, I don't know. But I'm thinking still maybe that through dialogue or through scenes or whatever, that more information about the context of like the world could have been revealed. But then again, they did their job, which was at the beginning of the story. Not too many Nazis. And at the end of the story, all Nazis. Too many Nazis. <laughs> too many. One Nazi is too many Nazis. But, the, but, but at it the was, beginning, there were know, no Nazis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is enough Nazis. We were Nazi-less. Yeah. And then at the end. And uh, and I really also really like the part. I was on Wikipedia reading about it. And I read about the moment before I saw it in the film, which was the little kid singing a beautiful song beautifully. And then, like, oh, and reve- then it pans. Yeah. and then revealed that he had the Nazi just Hitler, Hitler youth. fatherland shit. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And then everybody was like stoked on it, and it's like that's scary. And, and then the guys like, you still think you'll take care of it? Mm-hmm. You still think we can control them? Yeah. Nine, <laughs> nine. So overall, uh, good film. Not for me. I probably don't need to watch it again. I don't, unless um, someone's like. Hey, I got tickets to go see the stage oh, show of hell Cabaret. Yeah. I'd go. I'd not I'd go. Pay, I'm not paying to go. <laughs> but then again, I've never paid for a Broadway show because yeah. I'm too smart. <laughs> Been burned too many goddamn times. Uh-huh. An intellectual. I'm not paying for them. I will You're an, an intellectual, tag along right. and maybe mm-hmm. take my headphones just in case. Mm-hmm. But Keller. Remember when we saw a pirate, a punk pirate musical? Yeah, I do remember that. That was not great. I guess I had a good time, or was no, it a bad time? We all didn't like it. We were like, I can't wait to walk to Dee Dee Reese after. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, at least we're here near UCLA, like in Beverly Hills area or whatever. That's not the it's way called. it was at Dear Evan Hansen, though. No, how was it? Intermission, we turned to each other and like, are we all crazy? Because everyone else in here stood up and clapped. Is loving this, and we were taking crazy pills it was crazy I to make, like i was when the intermission ended i was worried that you the three of you wouldn't feel the same way that i did yeah <laughs> <laughs> question for you keller yep i may have pulled this from the chat because i think it's interesting fuck would you if it existed eat a bubblegum flavored hot dog Huh, this wasn't a, worth a, it. A, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Eric. Sorry, our pal Eric. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. Um, Here's the deal. Oh, yeah. 
a bubblegum flavored hot dog? Yeah. Or is it like, is it just bubblegum? Like, I would say that, I need like, to you, know. You, the, I, I'm, I'll give you the context. Does you, it still taste like dog. hot dog or is it just like the texture no, of a hot dog and it tastes like I'm eating bubblegum, but it's yeah, a hot dog? That. Dude, I'd be I'd curious. I'd eat that. Dude, no way. Throw it on I'd the grill. That. Yeah. <laughs> little it'll burnt bubblegum. It'll get a little uh, caramelized, mm. like a cotton mm. candy situation. Mm-hmm. I'm 100% mm-hmm. on board. If anybody wants to yeah. make that happen for me, please do. Here is here is a legit good question from David Taylor, our pal David Taylor. Are we going to pick a movie to go on the guest list for tonight? I feel like we should. We we can. What, We're talking uh, about what the criteria should be and mm-hmm. uh, how are we going to fight from so far away? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, um, we're talking about musicals. We're talking about, uh, um, you know, stage play into movies, I guess. So I feel like we probably have to pick a movie in that realm if we're not picking cabaret to exist. If you want to a... pick something that fits this. Yeah. Well, what is a, a movie musical that you and I both thoroughly love? Enjoy? I don't know, man. I don't know. Did That's you enjoy... Tough. West Side Story, Steven Spielberg? I thought it was fine. Okay. Did you enjoy In the Heights? I thought it was fine. Yeah. I think think In the Heights Uh, is better than West Side Story. I think so, too. Um, I think. But West Side Story, man, Spielberg directed the hell out of that, though, for real. It's so well directed. The The acting, the The cinematography, the shots. <laughs> I'm pulling up the list right now. I don't even know. In case we say something that it can be else an has... honorary musical too, like something that like someone just said, "Pick of Destiny." I've never seen "Pick of Destiny," so we can't <laughs> pick that. And I want to, but if there is something in that vein, because that is uh-huh. a straight up musical, like a sure, music, sure, sure, sure. Something came out. I think even fairly recently. I was like, that might be my favorite musical now, and it might not. Technically oh, be a what musical. was it? I'm trying to remember. I blanked yeah. on it. Yeah. On like that nerd says honorary musical school of rock. You know Ooh. what? Fuck it. I'm gonna Ooh. completely uh this contains a musical. Everything everywhere all at once is going on the oh. goddamn list. Is that on there yet? Of course not. Are you sure? I think we've been had the time to do one episode since it came out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, brother? Put that shit on there, dude. That's a great, that's a great, great pick. You got the Excel spreadsheet, so you got to do it. Okay, I'll do it. Okay, I'll do it. Here, I'll plug it in. This is a little. That's it. Sorry, a little awkward. Yeah. Oh, um, shit. What? Someone just said School of Rock is not on the guest list. Do you want to pick School of Rock instead? Yes. Okay. I'll pick School of Rock. Because you know somebody's going to pick everything everywhere. Oh, yeah. Uh oh! I accidentally typed "School of Rocky" and now I want to see that movie. <laughs> School of Rocky. <laughs> School of School of Rocky. Yo, Adrian, I got some that's kids. What, uh, made that's a band. Rocky Five, dude. <laughs> that's Rocky Five. It's, it's, it's Rocky Five colon School of Rocky. I want to teach my son how to be my son, but I'll fight this guy in the alleyway. <laughs> Did you ever see Rocky Five? Pretty uh, good. No. Ooh, the Everything Everywhere All at Once Blu-ray came out. Yeah, I Yo. know. We need to go. I'll meet you at Target right after this. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I need to go buy that. We'll each pick up a copy, high five, and then go home to our separate places. Yeah, bye. And then kiss each other on the cheek, European style. Special feats aren't that great. There's just a few featurettes. You have already looked it up? Okay. There's a full commentary. That's okay. And there's deleted scenes with commentary as well. And you know that that's the movie that's going to get a special five, ten year anniversary. That better get a criterion. 
a hundred percent, a hundred percent. But for now, it's still good to just go out and buy it. Oh, it's like twenty four. A twenty four does yeah. special editions. Yeah, they like, do. I have the last Black Man in San Francisco one. Yes, you do. That's and they really sold cool. the hot dog fingers and stuff. Oh, they do. Wait, yeah. I have to try to track that down. That's you cool. can buy the hot dog fingers from a twenty four. What? They might be sold out at this point. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> oh man. Um another great comment here is uh also from Eric said that South Park the movie is a damn good musical. That's Never true. That's another that one is worth watching, but it's um I don't know Sorry. if it will hold up. No, because I can't don't listen know. to Cartman sing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You do. And also I, I think like, they have oh. like Saddam Hussein is a character and he sings and so, like I it's ridiculous. But it was like it was like a well really well put together yeah, yeah, yeah. musical musically like though well, like, they, they know knew what, what they were doing they did yeah, they, they, book of mormon they know what they're doing exactly. not that i enjoyed book of mormon it doesn't hold up and it's insane that it's still on broadway but <laughs> it does have very funny stuff in it yeah and it's like musically it's really good and yeah 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 for sure they know what they're doing um yeah but man i gotta go get that everything everywhere at once blu-ray because it just lets the blu-ray people know that one more of people, these more of these and more movies like this i can't so. wait for you to convert that into 3d oh my god i got my thor tickets in 3d do you really are you guys gonna go thursday yeah in 3d baby awesome awesome, awesome. um the, you know what you're gonna be very depressed what all the imax screenings are full but yeah. the 3D screenings are dead. Empty. <laughs> That's another reason 3D movies are good. Look at them it's because seats. It's because you get that you get the real deep halfway 3D. Up, yep. Halfway up. Yep. Center center. They're going to be good. Good see. Oh, dude, I want to go see it in 3D. I think I'm not going to be able to go until next week. Well, the theater next to me, yeah, plays everything in 3D that comes okay, out cool. in 3D. Okay, cool. Well, I don't think I can go Thursday cuz we have to fly out. But have you done that uh Dang. I know, but it'll be there next week too, mm -hmm. because nothing bigger is coming out before mm -hmm. then. Yeah, I don't uh, think so. They have this new that's like a 270 degree screen. Oh, I saw that. I'm not into that. I think it's. I want to see weird. it. Weird, because yeah. there's this thing in Fort Worth called the Omni Theater, mm -hmm. and it's like a full on dome. Okay, interesting. And I saw Force Awakens there. And <laughs> that was fucking nuts. <laughs> not great, <laughs> but it was. How does it work? Nuts. Do they just project like the color? They don't do like, the whole thing, and then there is color like filling in the back and stuff. Yeah, right? like is that? I don't. I'm curious about it, but they I feel like do it's IMAX not... parameters, but it's more immersive because it's the dome at the same time. So okay. like that Millennium Falcon, the first Millennium Falcon shot and stuff. Yeah, is awesome. Yeah, and that whole when like Ray and Finn get into the Falcon and they fly away and they they're getting chased by the Tie Fighters. Yeah. That stuff is cool. I think you and I saw Force Awakens together at the Cinerama Theater in L.A. No, we saw it at the uh, Chinese Theater. Chinese Theater with that like uh, it was laser first, digital. Yeah. I remember because yeah. I was standing behind Paul F. Tompkins in the concession stand line. <laughs> Sweet. Love L.A. theaters, man. Right. They're the best. First um, time I ever came to L.A., I saw the Lego movie at the Cinerama Dome sitting yeah. behind Andy Richter. <laughs> 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 just watching the lego movie um, with his daughter <laughs> okay good no i wanted it to be by himself i would see that movie by myself me over too, and too, over it's good it's good it's good um so uh have you done a 4dx movie no, theater but if yeah, you I, do i will i know but i'm like i don't know i want to go see like something shitty like i wish i had gone to see like moonfall in that 
right something like something gotcha. that is gotcha. like because i don't ride than movie it's almost like if there's a movie that i think would be something i'd enjoy even if it's like cheesy for example fast and furious let's like, say it's I like f9 fucking, uh top gun maverick would have been awesome yeah but if i had seen top gun maverick for the first time in that way i think i would have been pissed Oh, I yeah. think I would have been like, stop rocking me around. I'm what just are you trying talking to watch. You're in a jet, brother. I know. But then I'm like, but then actually, would that have made the movie awesome? I don't know. It was already pretty awesome. <laughs> it was it was so over the top. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's awesome. Over the top. Um, way better than the original Top Gun. I said it. Jesus Christ. Significantly better. Significantly. I never want to watch that movie again. Especially now that this one exists. But Top Gun Maverick you'd watch again? Yeah. You going to get that Blu-ray? I might. Wow. I love wow. loud planes. Yeah, they sound pretty cool. And yeah, that's going to be good on a sound system. Um, So how should I try to do... I'm curious about the 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 thing you described. What was it called? Like a wraparound screen or like yeah, a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember what, what is it. it? Two, you said like... like Screen X or something stupid. <laughs> yeah, cool. And 4D X four theaters DX. that I know are like X's on stuff, guys. I know, dude. It's just bad marketing. See it it's like XD. That was a thing for a while. Screen X. Extreme dimension. <laughs> see it in see it in XD. <laughs> or is that is that 10 dimensions? Are we going yeah. do we switch to Roman yeah. numerals? <laughs> 10 dimensions. See it. I mean Every movie is well, here's not the just two-dimensional, sometimes three-dimensional, sometimes but they'll, every they'll movie... Sometimes they'll call it a 4D movie, yeah. but it won't be in 3D, so it just moves. Yeah. So it's like, you're still in three dimensions, motherfucker. You didn't <laughs> add a dimension. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or like um, when they had like that Bugs Life show at Disneyland, but they don't have it anymore, and where it, it would be 3D and they would shoot water at you, spray water and smells. And I'm like, okay, that's that's an extra D. That is an extra D. Yeah, but I don't counts. want that D. I'm not mm -hmm. trying to get wet while I'm watching a movie. Yeah. <laughs> hey, depends on the movie. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, hey. Uh, top Take my breath away. Nerf football on the beach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm ever going to do one of those 4DX or, but I guess, I don't, are you trying to sell me on it or are you just saying? Okay, I'm saying I will me? try it for fun. Yeah, but it has like, to be like stupid. it has to be something stupid yeah. or like something that we've seen before. Like I'm, I'm just getting through watching all the underworld movies for some reason. And I you decided wish they were in 4DX. Yeah, yeah. If I if yeah. if if somebody said Hector, they're playing the last underworld movie, Underworld Blood Wars. I want to feel like a lichen. In 4DX at some theater or something, I'd be like, let's fucking go. Are any of them good? Do you like any of them? No. No. no? You want my ranking? I'll give it to you right now. Sure. You got it memorized? Yes. The worst one is Underworld Evolution, which is the second one. Okay. The, the, the one above that is the original Underworld. I don't like those first two. I think really? they are. I think they're bad, but at least the first one when it came out. At least it was, it like was new and cool. Kind yes. Of. And there is nothing cooler than Kate Beckinsale, who looks incredible in the leather. And her like her character jumps from a building and does that one shot that they kept using in the trailers where like she lands and then just walks cash. 
that shit's cool. Cause I think she was on wires. So it's that trick of like, yeah. you know, and it looks really cool when she lands and walks and it's all like the matrix. And then the, the rest of the movie's awful. And then the second movie's awful. And then the third movie is, I awful. liked, I liked more than the first two because it's is just that rise of the lichens. It's just Bill Nighy. Like he's like the main villain yeah. instead of just like a, like a smaller role in the first one. And it's, um, Oh, what's the guy? What's the actor's name? Sheen, who is Kate Beckinsale's ex-husband. You know, Michael Sheen, oh, Michael, Michael Sheen. Sheen. Yeah. Michael Sheen met Kate Beckinsale in the first underworld and he played mm -hmm. like the Lycan leader, but he was killed. So then in the third movie, it's a prequel. So it's it, Michael Sheen is the lead guy yeah. and he's, he's supposed to be like the lead hunky guy and he is very charismatic, but it's so funny how he's like, he's like the main dude in this whole movie. And I thought it was better than the first two. I think it's a different director. It might be the same director. I think it's a different Glenn director. Weissman, didn't he do all of them? No, he did. He produced them all, but I think he okay. only did. He directed the first two. He didn't direct the third one. I don't think. And then the fourth one, I don't think he directed either. It was somebody else, but he produced it. But the fourth one, let me tell you, that's the first one they released in 3D. And I rented it that? off of Voodoo. Bad, but still my favorite one so far. Because it was and in that's, 3D? Yeah, and that one was called Underworld 3D. God, what was it called? Oh, my God. Underworld. Uh, not Evolution. Well, not the we'll Rise of the Lichens. Oh, my God. Knowing. I just watched it, and I completely forgot the name of the movie. Underworld X? Nope. Under. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, and Michael Underworld. Sheen. World. Michael Sheen and Kate Beckinsale have a child together and that child is an actor and she was in the Pedro Pascal Nicolas Cage movie. She plays Nicolas Cage's daughter in the film and she was good, but she her face looks exactly like Kate Beckinsale merged with Michael Sheen. She is both of those humans. Yeah, made in the one. Lab. Underworld Awakening. Thank you. Awakening. Finally, I should remember that. I came awake. <laughs> and Underworld, like she has these dumb little like daggers that she throws in the movies. Mm -hmm. So when they did the 3D one and she does it, it's like, Phew. I was like, that's tight. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> Not as good as Cabaret, any of those movies, honestly. No. And, I believe that. And I don't and, have to. I think I've seen parts of the underworld. Yeah. You They're don't have so to watch boring. any of them. Dude, they are. Woof, what a great premise. Boring. They're so boring, Keller. And there was an animated thing they did. It was like 20 minutes long. I watched yeah. that and I thought it was going to be the, my favorite thing because I'm like, oh, this one's animated. It was just as boring. Oh, so boring. I know. Just a bunch of people talking about being vampires and how they I know. I'm like, werewolves. I'm like, do something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At least but, in Twilight, they played baseball or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but at least in the um, in Underworld uh, Awakening which is the fourth one. And mm -hmm. it's the one I just watched. Everyone's they do. Asleep. Yeah, they do. I'm going to, I'm going to spoil it for you. They do a 12 year time skip. They just go 12 years into the future. And because they put Kate Beckinsale's character in like cryogenic stasis. And so she awakens from it and it's 12 years later. And the whole world knows about vampires and werewolves being real. And is I'm like, cool? Yeah, I'm like, thank you. Just, just go, because they, because uh, when they're Before all secretive, no one can see us. <laughs> yeah, when it's all secretive, I'm like, they don't. Uh, when you set that up, you don't know what to do with it. Remember that like movie, Daywalkers? No, like Blade. So think, no, Ethan Hawke. I think that's what it's called. That could be the wrong thing, but it is the world is vampires. Oh, cool. That's cool. 
I, yeah. I get frustrated when. What's your uh, favorite vampire movie? Probably Blade, if I'm being honest. I think also, it's probably Blade because it's because it rules. The entire time. Why does Liza Minnelli have an Eddie Munster haircut? <laughs> <laughs> very, very cute Eddie Munster haircut. We're talking uh, Dracula's. <laughs> somebody in the chat said, Hector, you got to do a Resident Evil binge next. No way. I, I don't yeah, think I can do it. I think you just need to start watching movies you enjoy and like. I, I agree. Don't, don't I agree. be like, I'm going to watch this franchise that I already know that I just like <laughs> with my whole heart. I'm going to watch but all I was, of them. But I was borrowing all the movies from Adam because he had have this- to. I know, but he that's had a cool box set. He had a cool box oh, set, and that's what made me want to borrow right, it. I went, in a ooh, box. ooh, it comes in a box. Let me borrow that. Yeah, man. I don't think he paid for it. <laughs> I know he did it. And then exactly. as I re- as I reported back to him, I was like, I was like, man, these movies are bad. And Adam's like, really? I, li- I like the I like the first one at least. I don't think he's seen any of the other ones. But anyway, that's like me now being like, I think the first Transformers is good. I know, it's probably definitely it's, not. But, it's speaking of, that's another one I got frustrated with. Because Transformers, watch all the Transformers, yeah, <laughs> it has such a cool premise of like robots in disguise. And it's, honestly, that first one, yeah, looks, yeah, it it still blew my dude, fucking mind. I just saw I somebody, saw I saw somebody post on Twitter like this moment where Optimus Prime drives around a corner and like the like the first time he like goes up and as, and it looks awesome. It looks it's, great. Yes, it's, it's so cool. Like I want to watch it now, especially since it's on. <laughs> Like Peacock or Paramount Plus, one is of is Bumblebee is Bumblebee on there? I don't know. You own that. I do. Bumblebee's the best one. That I want the best one. I just want to watch Bumblebee again. Um, uh, sure. No, you don't like Bumblebee. Yeah. I like Bumblebee. It's my favorite one too. Yeah, it's my favorite, but it's it's weird because it's like, but there's not it, enough fucking Transformers in it. I know it's a bummer because it came out no, after more Transformers after all of them and Bumblebee by its very nature, like it couldn't really be that epic because it had to be all it's the, small it, scale. It has to be small scale, what which is Bumblebee a, was yeah. in a, a wheat field. <laughs> yeah. What if Bumblebee was in a house? He can't get out of this house. And that's cool. But that, you know, but, but I get so frustrated when the premise is robots in disguise. And then I think in like the third transformers movie, the second or third, they didn't know what to do. And the writers like, were just like dinosaurs, like, no, <laughs> before that, they just have Megatron, like the bad guy, Megatron, with his big, weird, pointy triangle face, shows up on a news feed, and he's just like, humans of Earth, we are the Decepticon. And I'm like, why are you, you just ruined it? Yeah, yeah, what yeah. do you, what do you, well, and then. I don't know, whatever. like, are Decepticons really trying to be in disguise? I guess, I mean, their names are Decepticons. They're deceiving us. You'd think. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Autobot? Yeah. That's automatically a robot. (laughs) (laughs) Automatically a robot, dude. That robot. Automatic. Automatically a robot. (laughs) That is automatically a robot. What's his name? What's his name? Optimus Prime. Automatically a robot. That's the best one. That's the best name. (laughs) Easily. He's the Optimus Prime. He's he's the optimal. He's got to be the best. Original. He's yeah. Yeah. Prime. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Bumblebee. (laughs) <laughs> and then bumblebee what about you what's your name ratchet okay these get less cool jazz <laughs> as you go i know they get less cool as you go <laughs> they do optimus prime really <laughs> like that name and megatron yeah they're great but also i used to always be like megatron decepticon megatron's the bad guys or decepticon's mm-hmm. the bad guys yep megatron decepticon and then optimus prime autobot automatically the good guy 
automatically a robot named Optimus Prime. Yeah. <laughs> there were man, some of those names were so bad. <clears throat> I'm not optimistic about the the future of the Transformers franchise, but I'm not Keller, optimistic we've got, prime about it. Oh, I'm not optimistic prime about it. Keller, we've got a, five minutes left. We haven't even talked about School of Rock. We, want. we can do whatever we want. Do you, do, should we say something about School of Rock? One of the best movies ever made. Mm -hmm. Easy. It is mm -hmm. like, I think Why? I saw something recently that said I wanted to, I think it might've been Mike Green or Richard Linklater. Sick. I wanted to make a movie that was for kids that felt like the movies for kids from back in the day. Sure. And sure. which like just kids saying normal ass shit and mm -hmm. being funny as hell and cursing sometimes because mm -hmm. kids curse, but being like uh, inspirational, perfect, so inspirational. So ahead of its time in some ways, like Jack Number Black one, use of Led Zeppelin, use of Led oh, Zeppelin yeah. before yeah. Tyka's Thor. Sorry. The way paved the way and i think jack black even said he was like nobody had used it before our movie and he we asked them. yeah he begged them mm -hmm. to use uh uh immigrant song and they let him and now it's like i guess led zeppelin's like you want it you want to use it you can use it you can use it you no probably not but no, it was still still really well used in thor ragnarok but you know jack black didn't have all those special effects to lean on it was just him and he was great School mm -hmm. of Rock. Favorite is, Jack Black movie? It is definitely my favorite Jack Black movie. It's uh, number two for me after KFP, brother. Better than Kung Fu Panda. Because it here's might the be. deal. It might oh, be. it's for sure better than Kung Fu it Panda. It might be. It might I be. I need you to go ahead and say that it might School be. of Rock <laughs> is better than Kung Fu Panda. School of Rock. Kung Fu Panda. He said them both. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. Yeah. <laughs> no, it for sure is. I can even go down the list of ways, but I'm not gonna. What list? What what list? Of Way School of Rock is better. Oh, go for it. Go ahead. Um, number one, it's, Kung Fu Panda. Jack Black is playing a uh, Chinese panda. We already have problems. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's and in School thing. of Rock, he's just playing a guy named Dewey who's who's pretending to be Ned Schneebly, and yeah. that's fine. <laughs> Pronounce Schneebly. Schneebly. <laughs> this is hello, this is Ned Schneebly. When he goes Hello, this is Ned Schneebly. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> that's a good movie. That's a great movie. Mm -hmm. Man. The chat said Keller went for that checkmate right away. Keller went for the <laughs> checkmate right away. <laughs> That's great. But um, yeah, Mike White and uh, Linklater, Richard Linklater. Richard Linklater, who directed. That's my favorite of his movies. Didn't Richard Linklater direct. Uh, he did. Boyhood. Texas Boy Growing Up, Boyhood. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Texas he did Boy. Texas Boy Growing Up. <laughs> the he sequel, did. Boyhood. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Wow. He did a bunch of stone college kids and one guy who's a pedophile is played by Matthew McConaughey. He did. Yep. He did that uh, classic line. You know what the mm -hmm. great thing about high school is, is all the girls stay the same age and, right, I'm a right, right. and I'm a pedophile. That's what he, that's what his character said, right? Yeah. Really great. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm a pedophile. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I've never seen Days and Confused. I have yet, I have yet it's to good. see it. 
It's a good movie. Listen, I got one more Underworld movie to get through, and then I'm going to watch Days and Confused. And you're going to go through every Linklater film? Yes, maybe. I'm going through every Sam Raimi movie right now. I'm going I through... I watch the Before trilogy. I haven't so seen that yet. That. Is that also Linklater? Yeah. Wow, man. He's got a great He's all filmography. over the place. Like, He's got a comedies. great filmography. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Well, mm-hmm. in any case, the important thing is, Keller, this is our first episode. The Keller and Hector Show. First, next first week, next week it is still the Keller and Hector Show. Why? Because you scooped me on that Superman uh, anim- yep. animated series moment. Uh-huh. <laughs> now you can let the people know. I'm borrowing the movie right now from Adam, but you can let the people know what next week's movie is going to be. Well, I look it up. Predator from 1987. Good news, it's streaming on Hulu. I'd be fine if they redid the effects in Predator. Oh, really? I need. I don't remember the effects not holding up. Oh, like the stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. If they wanted to redo all that, I'd be a hundred percent fine. Like I don't usually like. Sure. But that straight up takes me out of it. Yeah. It looks like the fucking (laughs) lizard in uh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. (laughs) That's so bad. But all the effects of like the Predator's view. Of oh, seeing people, it's actually very cool. effective. Yeah, yeah all it's, it's very scary. 80s that heads up display, whatever it is that they use. But um, okay, next week we're talking about 1987's Predator. It's streaming on Hulu. We may have a guest, we may have somebody lined up, and that's gonna be next Monday night at 8 p.m. live, but streaming on the exact same place where you're watching this right now. But you'll also be able to catch it as a podcast after the fact. So that's gonna be next uh Monday night. July 11th, 8 p.m. Pacific time. Keller, you're the best, man. You're the best. I'm glad Movie's I can... almost over. Mm, dun, 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 dun. But we're still on screen. But we're still on screen. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're going to end the broadcast. Came from Horace Green. Came from Horace Green. Good rhyme. Good rhyme. Um, uh, Keller, I'm going to go ahead and end it. We'll see you guys next week. Don't go anywhere because... We can, we can, Keller, you and I can stay here, but I'm going to end this broadcast. We've never done this before. Okay. All right. Thanks for, thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye. Just do it. Do it.